the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. A warm welcome to morning Mass here at St. Bride's Church in Canvas Lang, which is, of course, the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Agnes Fitzpatrick. We welcome, of course, uh, Billy and uh, David and Gillian and Charlie and Laura and all the family members who are here and uh, all family friends who are here with us, in particular uh, Agnes's friends. Welcome members of the Whitefield Bowling Club, uh, the members themselves and uh, the officers that are here too. This is a sad occasion for Billy and the family and for all their friends. Agnes was a much-loved person and had a warm heart and a great gift uh, for making uh, friends with people. <coughs> all will miss her now uh, and in the times to come. We're here then to thank God for her rich and good life and to pray for her now at the end of her life. We pray also for all who mourn her today. God heals the brokenhearted and binds up all our wounds. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice again to rise through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. Their leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experienced punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction. Great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. Amen. 
A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live in on earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home, not made by human hands in the heavens. We are always full of confidence then when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do by faith and not by sight. We are full of confidence, I say, and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law court of Christ, and each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Seeing the crowds, Jesus went up the hill. There he sat down and was joined by his disciples. Then he began to speak, and this is what he taught them. How happy are the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Happy the gentle. They shall have the earth for their heritage. Happy those who mourn. They shall be comforted. Happy those who hunger and thirst for what is right. They shall be satisfied. Happy the merciful. They shall have mercy shown them. And happy the pure in heart. They shall see God. Happy the peacemakers. They shall be called children of God. And happy are those who are persecuted in the cause of right. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And happy are you when people abuse you and persecute you and speak all kinds of calumny against you on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. One of the things that I've heard uh, very often uh, from different people uh, saying about Agnes Fitzpatrick over the last few days is that she was my friend or I was her friend. What a nice tribute that is to her. For it's clear from this that she both had many friends and she considered friendship an important part of her life. 
Over the years, I've noticed that some people make friends easily. Their nature, their openness, their personality lends to this. So it seems to have been for Agnes. She had no barriers. She had a friendly and open personality. She liked to laugh, to joke, and to have fun. Today, judging by the many people who are here, we see the countless friends that she made in her life. Not a few friends, but many friends in different places, in different times throughout her life. You're here to mourn the death of your friend. There is something sad when a friendship ends, when a person dies. Of course, when this happens, we don't just move on to other friends and forget them, but we miss our friends. We miss their easy conversation, their confidences, their company, their humour, and the bonds that we had with them. Many Christian authors over the years have spoken about friendship. To find a friend, they tell us, is something special. To keep a friend is something that's good. And to have a lifelong friend is a treasure. For many of you who have found a friendship with people in your own life, it is indeed a great spiritual gift. It's something that can't be bought by money. The great Christian authors also speak to us about our friendship with God. The strange strange thing it tells us is that he chooses us, he befriends us, he loves us and cares for us. That friendship that he has with us lasts forever, not for a day or a month or a year, but it's a friendship forever. Today at the Mass, uh, we've heard those great words spoken from the Gospel, what we call the Sermon on the Mount. Billy himself asked today that these be read for us. And aren't they inspirational words when you think of it? These words which, in a certain sense, turn the world upside down. It's not the rich and the powerful that are important in these words, but the poor, the meek, the humble, the persecuted, those who mourn. God especially befriends all those in these circumstances who need friends. He offers then to all of us his friendship. Today then, as we gather in this church, we gather in the knowledge that God is our friend and that he has transformed our lives and our deaths too. One of the great things that I know uh, about Agnes uh, was that she loved the bowls. Now, I'm not very knowledgeable about that game, but the only thing that I really know about it is that it's a long game and it goes on for hours. On the occasions in which I've been invited to different bowling greens to come and see a game, I've often had the same kind of thought, when does the game actually finish? One of the things that I've often heard cried out uh, in the game itself is, play the long jack, play the short jack. To use that image then, God plays the long jack. His friendship is not for the short game, but for the long game and for all, for all time. Just a few words then about Agnes's life by way of reflection today. 
born on the 11th of April 1946. Her parents were Tom and Rachel Campaign. She had a sister, Isabel. She grew up in Halfway and attended uh, St Charles and St Bride schools. She was a sporty child and a sporty young woman too. She was good at athletics and an excellent runner, representing the county in various events. As a youngster, she had a great love for music, uh, particularly the Rolling Stones. I'm not sure what that made her. Did that make her a mod or a rocker? She even managed uh, to get a ticket to see the Rolling Stones in 1964. And if you're good at sums, you'll know that's almost 60 years ago. She had a lifelong uh, joy in music and in musicals, especially Les Miserables, which both herself and Billy saw numerous times. Also, from an early age, she liked dancing too and would go with her friends in the early days to the Barrowlands. Leaving school, she went to the paper mill and then later on to the Hoover plant, as many have done uh, in, in their lives. <clears throat> this was the place that she met uh, Billy again. Uh, again, I say because uh, she had already met him in the fish and chip shop uh, when she was 15 years of age. She must have made a big impression on him uh, for returning from that encounter. Billy himself said to his sisters in Blantyre that he'd just met the girl that he was going to marry. They laughed and went on eating their fish suppers. Well, this same girl of that brief encounter, whom he met then and then again in the Hoover plant, he did in actual fact marry on the 27th of October 1972 at St Caddox. Moral of the story, you never know who you'll meet in the fish and chip shop. <coughs> Happily, they were to celebrate 50 years of marriage in what was to turn out to be a splendid marriage filled with great happiness for both of them, they rubbed along well together. But to live in the main street and uh, Isley Avenue, Isley Avenue uh, family arrived, uh, David in 75 and Gillian in 1977. Family life was very important, and I know that both of them had been great parents, showed great support, and were very loving. In later years, of course, uh, both herself and Billy became grandparents, which they were ecstatic about uh, with young Charlie. She was the fun gran, and she was the gran who would leap up and down in bouncy castles and trampolines with young Charlie. Charlie loved his gran, and his gran loved him very much too. In the times in which he was around, I think she kind of just lit up. In years to come, he will treasure the memory of the time that they had together. Holidays were a great joy uh, for both herself and Billy, places here at home, but places also in exotic places uh, abroad, and in years to come as well, discovering cruises and making many friends along the way. For over uh, 50 years, Agnes was a member of the Whitefield Bowling Club. Last year, she was made an honorary member for her length of service and for the contribution that she made to the club. She won eight championship titles, one less than her mother. She also played indoor bowls too. 
She made many friends in the Whitefield Club uh, and in the different events uh, out with that as well too, all its activities. Many of the people who are here today uh, I know are members of that club and at the end of the Mass there will be a guard of honour for her. She had a great passion, as you might know, for Celtic Football Club and watched and supported them all her days. She could never, I believe, though, watch if there was a penalty being taken. She had to leave the room. I suppose if you're a fan, you're a fan. In those last days in the hospice, she was able even to hold the European Cup, which cheered her up no end. Last year, of course, she contracted an illness that would take her life, and it proved to be a short illness. The doctors were not able to save her life. The family are deeply grateful to Beetson and the Kilbride Hospice for kindnesses shown, especially those last days of her life in the hospice, which allowed her to pass from this life with great dignity and great peace. It's hard, isn't it, to sum up a person's life in a few lines. Today we are thankful to God for the people that have lit up our lives, the people who walk with us, who are our relatives and friends. The love and kindness and friendship that we know become so important for the way that our life unfolds. And that is how God has made it to be, that we should love one another. A final word uh, to the family today. The boy who met the girl in the fish and chip shop. What a chance encounter. Or was it? That somehow God had a plan for you that would bring you great happiness and contentment. And that the two of you would turn out to be people who would make a great difference to many people in their lives. It all began one day in a fish and chip shop. And for you who are our children, and Laura too, so many blessings, so many good things, such support and love. I'm sure that you're thinking today what a great gift of a mother she has been. And you, Charlie, the final word. You are your grand's favourite and will always be that. She will always love you from where she is, and you will always love her where you are. That happiness and love that you have known will be the strong foundations on which your life is built. We gather here today in the friendship of God, a friendship that's never broken, a friendship which goes on, right to our death and beyond into the future that is never-ending. What a prospect to look forward to, and what a great thing to see on the horizon that one day we will all be gathered again together. I ask you to join in the offer to him of today's Mass.
stand. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt, she who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour, may find in him a most merciful judge, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for even though by our, our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we're redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, and before you, without end, we acclaim. Holy, 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 O Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held as worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Agnes, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. I invite you please to stand. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. It's customary in church just at this point of the Mass just to offer each other a sign of peace, a sign of friendship. So just to your neighbours, if you could just offer each other a sign of peace and friendship. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. to invite you to come forward for Holy Communion, but if you feel unable to receive communion, then please feel free just to put your hand on your breast uh, to come forward for a blessing. If you don't much wish to come forward for communion or a blessing, then uh, just if you remain seated where you are.
Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey. Mercifully grant the strengthened by it, our dear sister may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. 